Hello, welcome. It's hard lore time. How you doing, Bo? I'm doing great. I'm not sick anymore. Unbelievable. I'm like fully healthy. I feel great. I think I am too, which hasn't happened after traveling this year. Yeah, this straight up. Year. A- antibiotics, baby. Can't beat them. Where were I, we, Colin? I think I just have it. Where were we? Mm-hmm. We were in Baltimore, Maryland, a.k.a. Bodymore Murderland. Thanks, Flat Spot, for having us. Thanks, Trafender Ice, for having us. We figured we'd break it down as we do here and talk about it, walk you through the events in our eyes. Because mm. this was a crazy weekend. It was jam-packed, wasn't it? We were on our feet a lot. <laughs> some of it voluntarily, some of it mm-hmm. involuntarily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some twists and turns here. Yeah. That uh, that kind of shaped the way the weekend went. Yeah. How do we do? We talk fully about it. I think you know we, what I mean. I think we let them in on it so that they okay. know what's what's coming. Okay. Understood. So I dig that. The beginning of the week. We'll just we'll just start from the top here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. We get we into got Baltimore in Thursday night. Thursday night. My flight. This was like. <laughs> Like the best possible circumstances here, because our you accidentally got your flight from DC to DC to yeah. DC, yeah. So we which I had didn't to, even realize we would have had to pick you up, which is not a huge deal, knowing now how close it is. Just annoying. But our flight was delayed mid air. Yeah, missed the connection. Rebooked to DC, where I was told I was told no three times on the thing. They were like, we don't do that. And then Andy asked first try, and they were like, well, sure. <laughs> yeah. And then booked us all to DC. So that was perfect. So we ended up in the same place. Mm-hmm. Nobody I got the gives rental a car. fuck about this part. Got it, picked up a rental car. No, Wait. but it, it, it's interesting because I think people want to know behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're really winging a lot of what we do. Oh God, all of it. <laughs> the only thing we had planned was the, like, Baltimore excursion with justice and the rest was like, ah, I'm sure we'll figure something out. But then even that thing we had planned turned into something much greater. A development. It's a, it's a movie now. So (laughs) basically, uh, we get in, do we, you know, we went to the casino. Didn't we're good. Yeah. We're feeling all right. And then, uh, do we, no, we checked in to the old, the old courtyard yet. The courtyard in, beautiful downtown baltimore like an actual like across the street from a whole foods and a lush the big two (laughs) george washington and ben franklin but it's funny that that little area is so nice and you're like you drive in you're like this is gorgeous Mm -hmm. and then you walk for five minutes and you're outside of it and you go oh and you go all right it's right here yeah baltimore's right right here baltimore uh checked in Went to the casino. Went to the horseshoe. Ate shit. All four of us went, Got didn't we? Sean doesn't, yeah. Sean doesn't usually come with us, but he came with. He wanted to see the sights, you know? <laughs> yeah. He'd never been anywhere. They Sean, Sean is our, our normal guy videographer. I don't know. It, do we really ever tell his backstory here? I think we should. Sean works for K-Rock. He was a video guy for K-Rock. And Chris, Which is, who has a has kind of a, a crazy full circle thing for us because K Rock 
was the the like mothership for like for those of you in Chicago Q101 like all the rock stations but also where Love Line was like based out of like the Westwood 1 and Westwood 2 studios yeah. is where Love Line would broadcast from and that was kind of a our gimmick here was like hardcore yeah. was like Love Line meets uh all that that's what we were thinking <laughs> <laughs> that was that, that's what hardcore is uh yeah <laughs> uh, um, Lori Bethdenberg. That's right. Uh, and so, and then Sean, Chris, who runs Knotfest, used to work for Karak as well. He mm. brought Sean in, and I thought Sean was insane the first time I met him. I was like, this fucking guy is crazy. Crazier than any of the crazy people that we just interviewed. <laughs> and then I remember when Brittany, who, was, who came to Furnace Fest with us, when Sean frantically missed his flight. <laughs> asked me like what does he look like and i was like he's just a guy i don't know and when she saw him she was like he's a guy. guy yeah yeah uh but there was one day where he was editing something for the for like one of the minis or something and called me and when i answered the phone i've talked to this guy three times you know <laughs> he responds brother man from amsterdam <laughs> and i knew i was like all right this is my kind of guy he'll, it'll work yeah yeah uh and then andy what's, of course what's who, cool about sean not to interrupt mm-hmm. um i think we're getting a little zoom delay today mm. um is sean doesn't really understand this world no nothing like hardcore and metal is not really his vibe he knows a bit about punk rock and like kind of like beastie boys he loves beastie boys he loves brand new yeah she, like <laughs> so it's kind of hard to describe but like he's a film guy yeah he's into cinema yeah when we showed up to for the children after posting the coa who do you do real out of the blue he just goes by the way <laughs> i do uh scorsese and aronofsky that's <laughs> <Upset>. it <laughs> it's like <laughs> He's the man. He's, I'm a, yeah, I'm a big right. Sean fan. One one of my favorite Sean things is it, he hasn't traveled. I, I, we're not airing too much uh, of his business, I don't no. think. But he has, he he admittedly had, he said he hadn't traveled very much. So like when we go places and we get food, he'll just get what Colin gets <laughs> every time. Every time. And at first I was like, well, I guess it's just easy, and he's yeah. being easy, which makes sense. But then he also explained he was like, well, look, man, if somebody gets sick, like. Like if I get if I branch out and I get sick, True. then everyone's screwed. But if Colin and I are eating the same thing, chances are like it just like decreases the likelihood of sickness, I guess. Or increases I, it across to be the board. which is like kind of kind okay, of genius. Well, kind some, of genius. That's some K yeah. Rock level thinking right there. <laughs> that's right, dude. The weenie roast. And then shout Years out of the Andy, Andy who's kind of the fourth wheel on the of, of the car now that keeps it rolling. We got our good little squad here. Yeah, I dig the squad for sure. The fully functioning unit. Um, so day one, we go to the horseshoe. I get fucked in the ass by the horseshoe. <laughs> they had a crisp over. Pepsi machine, though. I have to give credit where it's due. They had Pepsi in the casino because it's cheaper, but I got a ginger ale that was... Whatever, Schweppes? Man. Fuck the horseshoe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone won. I think that Josiah was brutal. did. But other Josiah than did. Pro craps player, Josiah. Yeah. But I got fucked over yeah. and over like a hammer. Not not right away. 
Not right up. away. That's but that was my problem. They yeah, they teased me with the for that the five hundred dollar minor, you know. Yeah. And then they turn you around and fuck you in the ass, and then you got to leave and have a bad weekend. Then we went back. Courtyard gives you a couple bottles of water when you get Dude, in. Dude, what? Like, I love that. I still. What's going on with like the ho- the hotel pillow? Is awful now. Anyway, I bought it. I bought a new pillow yesterday. What'd you get? The cube, the like square pillow, because I'm a side sleeper. Oh, you're gonna. Hate I'm gonna it. try it. I'm gonna try it. I've heard nothing but terrible things. Okay, I mean, there's a money back like blah 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 gimmick, so that's fine with me. But uh, it's cooling. I'm all about that. I mean, you and I have the cloud pillow, and we both love that. Yeah, I don't know what so, you're branching out for. That thing's incredible. I just, I want to see. I okay. still toss and turn. I mean, yeah, we all do. Yeah, we all do. And um, then, <laughs> we all do. And then we woke up uh, Friday, and what was the at plan? The, at the crack of noon, <laughs> and the plan was we were going to do this whole crazy Baltimore excursion with Justice, and just make like a little travel documentary, almost. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And really what we want the show to be. Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. the end game is, you know, we'll yeah. go to go to a city, talk to a guy from the city who we like and whose band we like or something. Eat the eat. thing from the city. Go yeah. to a show. That was the gimmick. That was yeah. like, all right, this is what we're doing. About halfway through. Mm-hmm. Plans changed. Plans changed. We'll and I wasn't there. So so Justice had his truck. Kylan jumped in the truck with him. I drove Andy and Sean. But before all that, we were rental. having the best time. Yeah, it was great. We did a quick interview, saw the, you know, barged in on a practice. Um, went to the steps, the T, went the to the demo, steps. 2007 yeah. demo steps. They've been, they've been gentrified since. But, yeah. <laughs> but still pretty cool to see. It's a very good interview. You guys are going to like it for sure. A lot of like, Stories where you go, whoa. That just, part was so good that I was like, shit, what the fuck do we do after this? Yeah, totally. Now I see what we do after this. So then like Colin and Justice left to go get Derek. Derek was still at the was, practice space. Derek Daniel, never-ending game. He killed True it. love. Now is playing drums for TUI because Brendan is famous and busy. Famously busy, if you will. Literally in New Zealand. Literally, like FaceTiming them from New Zealand, Washington yeah. set. Um, and Derek, to me, now seeing that was like, oh, you're the only man for the job. He killed it. He killed it. He did great. He did all the stuff, you know, the, the, the live important. nuances that I'm sure the band is used to and would. Because you forget, uh, you know, when, you, when right. you're playing these songs for so long, you're not listening to the recordings. Right. You just you know how you play them live, right? So there's nuances there's, that occur years after writing and recording these songs yeah. that you forget are nuances. You just there's think definitely stuff that Harm's Way does live that are is not recorded. And when you sure. hear the and recording I, without it, you're like, ooh, yeah, it's jarring. Yeah. And if someone never, have we ever had? We did have a fill-in drummer once. We've talked about this, but yeah, that was that was a whole nightmare. But I'm just thinking like, if how difficult it would be to explain stuff like that like the live nuances well to a drummer who's already who knows about that stuff it's not difficult to explain okay that's good just go like hey we're used to this here like this is what happened with the fucking stigmata thing when i played for them buddy friend of the show it's not (laughs) your fault it's nobody's fault uh 
there's that they were used to this extra crash hit going into the die slow hard death motherfucker part, <laughs> but it's not on the recording, and we didn't practice right. together. So I, right. he keeps he was looking at me going. I thought I missed the vocal cue and hit the next oh. and was like, oh, he wants me to hit the crash going in the part. There's new they for you forget that these are things yeah. that don't yeah. exist anywhere but when you're playing them live. I was standing right behind you for that. Yeah, that rocked. Dude. That's all right, kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Derek did all of them. There was yeah, one, there's like a I love that one. So I and when I hear that on recording without that, I'm like, it's not right. They're playing it interesting. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so you guys Taylor. went to go get him. We went to where we would end up eating. Describe how, how, without giving away what we are going to be working on. You know what I mean? Sure. I think we just, should just get into it because to you know people are going to be okay. people are interested in this after Justice shared a picture of him in a hospital bed. True. From the day of the show. Okay. I was so, I witnessed with my so, own eyes. So describe what happened. Um, describe the ruckus. So we're driving, listening to Dying Fetus, you know. As you do. Having a perfect day in Baltimore. <laughs> uh, pick up Derek. Start talking about... We, we come across Johns Hopkins. The real Johnny Hopkins. Who I <laughs> smoked pot with. Pot with Johnny Hopkins. Um, it's like he was describing how big it is now and how much of Baltimore it has taken now. Like it's like ESPN in Bristol, Connecticut. You know, everybody yeah. fucking works there. It's the whole city. And now it has its own police force, apparently. And mid-sentence, while he's telling me about this police force, he like swerves a little bit. In a way where I'm like, that's eh, a weird truck. It's probably hard to drive. And then he says like an like a sentence that was like Seth of I thought he was doing a bit. I was like, Justice is always, <laughs> you never know what he's going to do next, you know? He's always reinventing himself. Mm. And he just keeps doing the, like, half sentences, kind of. And he's, like, like kind of looking, like, and me and Derek are kind of like, you good, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, do you need me to drive? And he's like, no, no, I'm good. And he hasn't, like, quite snapped out of it. This is the best part, is I asked Derek about the new, Never ending game record. <laughs> and Justice pulls his like lightning cable out of his phone and goes, put that shit on. <laughs> like perfectly. <laughs> Didn't admit, no gibberish, no slur there. He knew what he was saying. We uh, were describing it. Um, I've said this a few times, but obviously it, I think it's a good reference. You have you described it as and I, I heard it as that that one news lady, the blonde lady who is a very talking. heavy vertation. Yeah. That video. Classic video, and you can like see the panic in her eyes. That's and you're back, like, back, back, back. Yeah, that one. And it was. I remember that video scaring me because the rumor was, oh, she had a stroke during the interview, which ended up not being true. She had like a severe ended migraine, up being a migraine, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's all coming together. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, out of concern, or just like he was like, ah, I do feel a little weird. Maybe you should drive. So mm -hmm. I drove to Pit Beef. We started rolling camera again. Mm -hmm. And you'll see whenever we show the movie that in the the like dinner pit beef section, he's just kind of, I'm asking him like, what do you get here? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> like he grew up there. I'm sure he knows what he likes there, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. 
And he's not saying a lot. And then while, as we were signing off, I was like, Justin, is there anything you want to say? And he's like, maybe ask me tomorrow. I, I can't. Yeah, tomorrow right will be better. Now. I remember. Yeah. I was like, okay. <sighs> then we Before went. Before we move on. Yeah. Pit beef was great. <laughs> I loved it. Big fan. I, I loved it. And they were really cool. Shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, walked in, asked them right away, asked the manager if like they would. I literally was like, hey, we're shooting something for a podcast. And the guy was like, you're all good, man. Like, yeah, I didn't up. even have to explain. He was like, whatever. Come on in. They were very helpful with like any questions I had about like, it was like, what's your favorite thing? She was like, boom, boom, boom. You know, yeah. Which, yeah. ask the other guy who gives us the food. What's your favorite sauce? He was like, golden barbecues and the house. Yeah. But and the tiger. Loves the, yeah. the spicy one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Very helpful. And then on the way out, they were like, what's the podcast called? We'll repost Yeah, it. yeah, that's right. So, so that's super cool. cool. They were great. Love love that. Kind of, that's what we want. We were <laughs> we already sold on the spot. And then you mm-hmm. pull up and then you see Guy Fieri's gorgeous mug on the wall outside. And you know you're in for something special. He didn't let us down on that one. He, tell ne- you what. he hasn't yet. Mm-hmm. The fucking lobster ragoon things. Yeah, but we is that what that's no, but he got something else. He got like a cocktail, the sandwich, which was great. That was very good. Yeah, yeah. Um we we got the pit beef sandwich. So maybe if we got what he got, we would have had a good time. We got the pit beef sandwich and the big john. The big john. Delicious. Delicious. It was like eight kind of animals. And it's all sauces you could eat. Yeah. Good for you, except for the tiger sauce. There was, yeah, there was tiger sauce and there was coleslaw Uh that you could get, but I didn't need it. It was delicious. Love that place. Highly recommended. Big beef guys here on Hardball. We Um, didn't even get sides or anything. We only got sandwiches. I regret. Uh, After that, we were going to stop. The the whole idea was like the Baltimore thing was going to end at the pre-show with like King Nine and Next Step Up playing. But he just, he was like, I got to go home. Yeah, I got to go to sleep. Okay. He said he had been up and, like, hadn't eaten or drank water. And it was 6 p.m. at this time. Yeah. It was concerning. I'd freak out. If I don't eat by, like, 1 or 2, I'm violent. (laughs) So that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, That was kind of it for the first day. Went back to the horseshoe. Had my ass well, fucked all over again. Wait, we went to the pre-show. We went to the show. King Nine had a great set. Uh, we stood outside. Nobody, and di- nobody was stabbed this Nobody's, time. Yeah, which, nobody died. Which I don't think anybody has played. Somebody told me that there were no hardcore shows there because of mm. the last time King Nine played there. That tracks. It was a great. It was a great, great gig. Seemed like it. Seemed, Seemed awesome. It was great. It was packed. We, we stood outside, bullshitted for hours. Absolutely. Had fun. And then I Went got my the ass horseshoe. <laughs> the horseshoe. Raw. <laughs> oh, God. And we were out late, and then we went back to the hotel. And then I slept for... Dude, you fucked us. Okay. This man, <laughs> he comes up to me again. He goes, I bought another thing off TikTok. I wanted to shoot him in the head on the spot. I didn't even know what it was, but I wanted you dead to rights. Uh <laughs> And you tell me about these sleep patches. These sleep pads. Yeah, these patches. You're using them at home? I don't sleep well, brother. You sleep a lot. I But, but like, the reason that it seems like I sleep a lot or that I sleep late is because I'm up until 5. Right. Like, I can't turn my brain off. Mm. 
So these little pads, the first night we when we landed, didn't do shit. I didn't sleep well. <laughs> this night, I probably went <laughs> to bed around 2 or 3, Yeah, which is 1 or 2 at home. Pretty reasonable for me. That's, uh, that's great for you. Yeah, and I slept until a quarter to 3. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I call slept him, for 12 knocking on hours. Your, I didn't have your door number, but I was like, FaceTime you, calling you the work. Everything. You guys were calling the wrong room. Couldn't get him up. <laughs> and like, what was crazy is I, I woke up at 10 and was like, oh, there's no texts. I'll snooze for like another 30 minutes. I'm not that tired. And five hours went by. I, I got another full night's of sleep. Yeah, that's crazy. It was crazy, man. I, I Even for me, that is very irregular. You, you and, needed and then we had to go straight to the show. I you hated really that. Did. Yeah. You did that. It was my fault. I hated that. It's fine. What did we eat that day? Oh, we didn't eat for hours. We didn't eat for a while. We got Starbucks, but then eventually we had Shake Shack. Shack. I go to that Shake Shack around the corner every time I go to that venue. It was delightful. That always is. That Um, fucking, that relish, the cherry cherry pepper relish. cherry pepper relish. (sighs) Look out of here. It's so good. We shot some more of the man on the street stuff there. We talked to Cat from Scowl again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we Josiah. talked to Shane Merrill. Oh, Shane was a great one. The killer. So I feel bad. Um, Hold My Own opened the show, which mm-hmm. is Shane's band with Greg from the Mongoloids and, and some other, uh, another, maybe two people from Chicago. Right. But yeah, uh, they opened the show. I slept late. We weren't there yet. Yeah. The show got moved early, which we'll talk about why in a second. But being able to seeing Shane and being like, that guy looks like Shane. And then being like, oh, shit, it is Shane. Oh, Shane is playing today. Talking to Shane was great because yeah. he really, for those of you who don't know, most people in Chicago probably know, but for those of you who don't know, Shane really does 90% of all the hardcore shows or works with Taylor and John to do the rumble or do other shows, blah, blah, blah. Also most of the metal shows. Yeah. He's the man played with crowbar because of him. Yeah. Saw ball thrower because of him. I mean, he's the man. Shane, 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 Shane. Shane. (laughs) Um, But when we got to the show, Colin, you found out some news that we didn't know until later, whether or not it was going to happen. Oh, um, yeah. So both Jared and Sam from Trap and Rise texted me like green room, <laughs> which is always good. Uh, and basically until like an hour before TUI played, the plan was that myself, Josiah and Dan would be just singing the set. Cause it was justice was like still mid hospital visit, trying to figure out he was feeling pretty good. He but just to trying to figure doctors. out like what what happened because you know like it felt strokish and at first there was concern that it was one so he was like look i don't know i don't know maybe we have to cancel but this wouldn't be the first time that a room full of frontmen happened to be available that mm. knew all the trap and rice words you know traverse city michigan 2010 <laughs> We stepped up, saved the day again. Mm. Uh, so we were ready. It was like, and like I feel like the lore there would have been half as triumphant. It would still be triumphant, but like obviously, Justice playing the show. People don't know the full details of this, but 
just as playing the show with all that happening, pretty fucking trying. Pretty, yeah, monumental. Monumental love. Um, <laughs> so that was the vibe. It was kind of just like nobody really knowing what was going on. And uh, Dan was going to sing like seven songs. Crazy. Which like. And that's so that's the thing. That's why when they were playing. It was like Brody, Dan, Josiah and me kind of waiting, like ready for like. We don't know if he's going to be able to sing all the parts. So we're like ready to do whatever's necessary. You know, there was a functional reason. There were so many people on stage. There were too many people on stage for sure. But for at least four of us and Will Guitar Tekken and, and Ryan Banahan being awesome, there was a functional reason for many of the people standing on stage. Yeah. And, you know, I, I shout out Becca all the time, you know? Dude, Becca, Cat, she's and so talented. Cat, unbelievable. First time in Baltimore. Siri, shut the, shut the fuck. Uh, it's it's because Angela doesn't live here. I forget mm-hmm. that she's like the OG. Where like when Angela takes your pi- pictures, it's like a rite of passage. Absolutely, you know? she's. When, <laughs> it's a big day. The yeah, first yeah. like Angela owns posting your your thing of photos was like finally we we mm-hmm. got one. You know, we're mm-hmm. in. <laughs> uh, so, shout out to Angela. You know she's OG. Mm-hmm. She's still killing it. Mm-hmm. pictures are great i love a great picture a great black and white <sighs> action shot can you believe TV. a great picture no <laughs> no there's there's almost nothing other than like a great video there's nothing better than a great picture i i there's simultaneously nothing better than a great picture and nothing worse than just a bad picture it's a lot like taco bell photography you mm. know photography Some and taco might bell say. are basically the same thing <laughs> i also had another you know I have an analogy I've been waiting to drop, you know? Yep. <sighs> Bear with me here for a second. I'm okay? ready. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Hardcore. <laughs> and and just hear me out. Hardcore yep. is just like Ratatouille. And the reason why is... So in uh, Chef Gusteau's book, the the title is Anyone Can Cook, right? Of course. But at the end of the film, Anton Ego, who has hated that quote his entire life, discovers that he the true meaning is more so that a great cook, a great artist can come from anywhere, but it's not necessarily for anyone or everyone. Everyone, right. I think hardcore is the same. <laughs> and the whole, like, hardcore is not suppo- not for everybody – but it is for anybody, you know, mm-hmm. because so, uh, the best guy from the best band can come from Baltimore, uh, Maryland mm-hmm. after a life of crime, you know, mm-hmm. after a life of being a little fucker <laughs> and then sitting on some steps with his friends and going, why don't we take a picture here? Uh, you can become the, the biggest band of a generation, but not everybody can do that. Just like Ratatouille. <laughs> Thoughts? So you hear a riff and you go, and you flash back. I'm back in Poland eating with my mama. <laughs> you know, that's what happens to me personally. Got it. Um, that's certainly an analogy. Just like how Twitching Tongues is Batman. But that's another one for another day. 
<laughs> uh, talk about what happened to you on stage. Oh, well, that's the end of the set. Well, we're there. No, 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 no. Let's talk about it a little bit more. Okay. Never ending game. Oh, like the, the show. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. the lineup is like crazy. Crazy stacked. Yeah. It was, it's like a flat spot showcase, basically. Plus neg, no warning. No warning. Yeah. Crazy lineup. And, and like, which is awesome because the show could have been end it TUI sold out in, in a day. Done. You know? Yeah, yeah. It was like Absolutely. the hometown guys doing the mm -hmm. fucking gig finally. Mm -hmm. Um but but Che threw together something really special. Uh a day chocked full of of hits. And seeing it back like where it was like never ending game scowl, no warning back to back to back. Yeah. Is kind of a it's like, wow, that's good for scowl, for one. It's crazy, and like that's that's quite a sandwich. It's quite a sandwich, and it's it's like it was it was a it was a day of heavy hitters, man. Zulu um, right before that, so it was oh, just that's right, everybody. Fuck, crazy. I walked in the back and immediately saw Matt and Will from Never Ending Game, like immediately, from, from, yeah, or Grid from Gridiron. Yeah. You, you know, they haven't seen that many yet, so they don't. I, know, I know, they don't I know, know how so incredible I, I, it was. There's a mini coming from FYA where we talk to Gridiron, and basically you, you're going to watch four grown men fall in love. <laughs> Colin was already I deeply really in love, love. but I, I, I swooned throughout this episode. Yeah. And then I walk back, and they're both just standing there, and it was an immediate just like, boys. We're and back. immediately the first question was, what'd you eat? And they went, pit beef. And <laughs> we went, what'd you get? And they said, pit beef sandwich and the triple D. And it was just like... You guys rock. I'm going to watch No Warning. Yeah. It's amazing. Amazing. Five minds. Yeah. Can't Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. End it. Uh, obviously, seeing No Warning is crazy every time. I love just, that fucking band. They're just like a, a, they're a, a, a generational classic. They do one thing I hate. What's that? They play everything a little too fast. Every breakdown is a little too fast. Leave fast alone, parts can man. be fast, but like... Like the it was it's just that live energy flowing through you. No time you know? for you. The, there's like that fake breakdown in No Time for You, where it's like it was. I don't know the way you're describing it. Just sounds like there's more vibe in it. You know, slow it down. But it's always just gonna. We're not all harm's way machine learners. You know. I'm not even. I'm not even saying. You're that. saying I'm Chris saying, never plays too fast. Oh, of course. I've, and we work on it. I'm, <laughs> sometimes he plays well, the, the breeding grounds breakdown real slow, and it's so <laughs> sick. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So I, I'm not. I'm not saying everyone's fucking should be flawless or whatever. But it's just like you. You. You yourself said that when they don't do the the thing live, mm. it throws you off. See, but I think, I I I think the uh, the inverse. Where mm. I've toured, I've toured with No Warning now. Mm -hmm. So when I listen to the record, I'm like, this maybe this don't have the live energy I'm that I'm used to. I've seen them 35 times now, you know. So now the, I like the live vibe, the and it's crazy because Jesse, the drummer, is like, he smokes a gallon of weed before they play it. I, I guarantee it. Yeah, the man eats weed breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I love how minimal his kid is. 
He's a gangster, dude. He I love. I fucking love that. He's a G. We talked to Jordan, which was cool, because we got to talk a bit about Suffer Survive, talk about the Seven Inch and Ill Blood, talk about what. I was just it, not even in my nose, brother. Like fucking <laughs> right on the outside. Stop perceiving. Me. I can't. <laughs> I try. You make it harder for me to do. Um. Anyway. Yeah, Jordan really Mini cool. is is uh is dynamite. A highlight, yeah, I he, think. He just keeps going. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice of you to say, but I don't know. Um, once again, I and once again I am humble, <laughs> but I, I don't know. Uh, and and then, yeah, uh, end it was insane. And seeing end it in in Baltimore was uh, shocking. I mean, not shocking because it's their fucking hometown, but like, yeah, I have hometown sets that suck dick. So sure. It was it was it felt like not a passing of the torch because I feel like the torch has already kind of been passed to them as like right. the modern kind of local entity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was really special. It was it was back like direct to TUI and having a set that good is that's like some fucking it's playing like playing before Slayer, you know. And after no warning. Too. And after no warning. It's crazy. And killing. Yeah. T-U-I played the show. I have their set list open here. To So Justice shows up fucking 30 minutes before the set, which was like, will he or won't he, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did. He will. Uh, and then it was magical. It was. It really was He magical. looked cool as a motherfucker. Yeah, he's straight up John Lennon <laughs> reincarnated. Unbelievable. Um, what do they open with? Pleased to meet you. That the way they did that was badass with just a ba ba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. So here's the which set is list. what we walked in on them practicing. We did. Fun. So it was funny to see that that was just them running through the set again. You'll see it in the movie. Obviously. Yeah, of course. The TUI to come back movie, which they had never really left. So it's hilarious that yeah, we yeah. we're even like. Uh, proprietors of of the calling it a comeback, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not great. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> Don't they do never that. Left. They left, but then they came back, and now they're still back. Uh, pleased to meet you. Do it. See God. First block. You got a little bit of old, a little bit of new, a mm-hmm. little bit of older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beautiful recipe. Yeah. Soul vice reality unfolds. Born to die. Born to Die bit. is my, that's the track. That's it's my favorite. One of the Actually. most perfect hardcore songs ever written. You can say that about a lot of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Born to Die, uh, as, I mean, we talked about it in the Justice episode, but, like, heard the demo, like, the pre-pro of that, and, like, going as, as an established TUI fan, mm-hmm. and just, like, this is probably a year before the album came out. And I, after hearing it that one time was like counting down the fucking seconds till I could hear it again. <laughs> the, uh, when it's at the end, when it switches to the hi hat during that, like heavy... it's a perfect breakdown. Yeah. It Cause it's pit to pit with like, they're so good at nuance and transitions and stuff. They do transitions and accents. They, we talked about this right when we were leaving, they like, they have non-linear riffs. They're so like a weird. 
but a ton like, of weird nonlinear riffs that a, like don't in a way necessarily you can't repeat. Replicate. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's quite it, it's crazy. It's the whole like and they, they understand intention musically, you know? There's mm-hmm. a reason they're so big, and it's not an accident, you know? The way these songs no. are written are so brilliantly they're crafted and they're catchy. Crafted is, is exactly what they are. <laughs> uh, skeleton heads, true love. Oh, soul vice reality unfolds. Yeah. Shut down. Demo, baby. <laughs> like, isn't that cool that this this fifth what is that? 15 years later? From since yeah. the demo? 16 years after 16, the demo's yeah. been out. And like the demo songs will still pop as hard as the hits. Can't imagine that. <laughs> Literally cannot imagine. That. Could not be new. <laughs> that's, I mean, that it's a it's a really good demo. Yeah. Which is that also never happens. No. Where you can just play the demo. What are they fucking raw deal? You know. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. I, I, you know what? I really didn't think about that, but that is crazy. Like demos are supposed to suck. Why did they yeah. write a good one? <laughs> The nerve. The fucking nerve on them. Yeah. Uh, skeleton Heads, True Love, The Vortex. Skeleton Heads was a nice nice touch. The, the, I, I didn't realize until after that they didn't play the first Stay Cold song. Ah, when we were chilling in your... Because you had a... We're fast-forwarding a little bit. You had a very early flight the next morning. I did not. So I didn't I just sleep like, for 36 hours. Yeah, I just chilled in your room while you packed, and then we bullshitted for a while. Talked about that love. was nice. That felt good, didn't it? It didn't. It was very nice. And but that's when you were like, they skipped some songs. Like they, there's a couple missing hits on here, which is interesting. They never played too true, but I always wanted to play too true. Mm. I only seen them do it one time, and it was in Norway. <laughs> so <laughs> bring it to Baltimore, guys. Um, true love, I I feel like became kind of the the second. Or third biggest hit from Big Kiss Goodnight, you know? Mm. True love. It's very catchy. Hard mm-hmm. pit. Mm-hmm. It's for me. The Vortex, cool little break. Good way to do a little break is to play the fun little instrumental. Dude, Gemini. Two brothers. Good God. Sweet brothers. Gemini, I'll say the same thing about uh, I said about Born to Die. One of the best all-around hardcore songs ever. Wow. Right? Yeah, I mean, that that was one of the ones that stuck out. Like I remember, it, it goes pit that to pit in the end. Yeah, yeah, two big like epic bridge sing along parts, mm-hmm. a catchy chorus. Mm-hmm. It's good shit, man. Stay cold. Cool the lyrics. Song. Stay what? cold. The song is. I, I was gonna say cool lyrics. Like the Gemini is like a cool premise. Yeah, it's cool song. It's just like an overall good song. Yeah. yeah. Stay cold is. Magic. That, that really like song. cemented that got him over big time. I think that was the everyone remembered you can't hurt me anymore. Stay yeah. cold. Like ev- everyone knows that part, you know. And it was like an immediate imprint on my brain when I first heard it. He really ran with the ice stuff, you know? He was like, <laughs> We're gonna call Trapping Ice, I'm gonna be cold, you know? And I love. Um, we've talked about this too. You you do it with with twitching for sure. 
Callbacks. Um, callbacks and like a theme. Yeah. And just like saying TUI. Oh, yeah. Saying, yeah, whatever cold, saying TUI till I it's, die. Like it's all also that the shit. ultimate cheat code when you're writing lyrics. You're like, I can't mm-hmm. think of a thing right here. Say the fucking band name. Yeah. Harm's way. Never what do you that. say? Boom. <laughs> dun, 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 what know? do you say? <laughs> That's all you need, dude. That's it. Uh, Streetlights. I love seeing Anton in the back just not singing his part, just being like. <laughs> uh, but that was cool. We played Jail. Jail was the song I felt so on the outside when they when they recorded this. Uh-huh. And it was like first circulating amongst bands and stuff. Everybody had it. I felt I was like, damn, I want this record. And everybody would just post the word jail because like the song was so hard. They'd be like, this song sounds like jail. I think mm. that went into titling it from what I remember. Could be wrong. I've been wrong. Uh, but I was so jealous. I was like, I got to hear this fucking jail song. Everybody would shut the fuck up about it. And then it was awesome. So yeah. it's a good track. <laughs> and then close with Believe. That was, I mean, that's, you have to. Yeah. I guess course. you do. But the same thing is like, there's a ton of these could have been closers to me. True. Because Believe is kind of short, you know? It's very short. It's very short. And if you. And as a closer, that means the singer's not singing the last part. Yeah. But like, we. From a perspective of of sheer violence, yeah, you have to close with that because it's not going to. That's where the naughtiness. The the thing we haven't talked about this this set is Mm. Mm -hmm. the reaction. Different. No pit. Very little pit. Because you couldn't. Too many people singing along. It was sardine packed in there. Yeah. Can was full. And it's funny. I, I was saying this when i heard that the show was at soundstage i was like wow that's that's like a small venue Mm -hmm. get there it's fucking huge huge it's because in my the only time i've ever played there was with knocked loose and they i'm I'm pretty sure it was sold out or damn near close and like in my brain i'm thinking like well that was just a tour and they knocked loose that was like 2019 they weren't how they are now you know what i mean they weren't as big as they are now so this is like a small venue. And then you get in there and it's fucking huge. And then it's sold out and right. people are fucking jam packed in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Then the, uh, the pit became the stage. <laughs> had to, it had to, it was the only place you could, you could do anything for in this. Cause there were so many people and everybody was just trying to sing along, mm-hmm. which is very like, it's kind of like a post turnstile reaction. I would say, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it felt like a turnstile reaction in their hometown, no less. Mm-hmm. Um, where it was like everybody wants to be part of this thing and there's genuinely no room to spin kick, you know? <laughs> so the end of the set for the belief part, it was like a war on stage. Yeah. And to the point where and if there's any doctors that listen to this, <laughs> this is great. I could use some help with uh, <laughs> explaining what happened to me. I. <sighs> okay, hold on. Before you get into that, the the tad part was Brody and Dan each uh-huh. grabbed a mic and mm-hmm. were like doing it. And then yeah. Colin and Josiah had the stage right mic and were also so there were four people singing this part. Yeah. A quartet, if you will. Awesome. Of of fear and violence. Four guys running the grill. 
barbecuing, you know? Straight up. Meat, slapping meat on the grill. Mm. Uh, and then, uh, go, all right, and then. I don't know what happened. I've never experienced it. I will never, I hope to never experience it again, truly. Mm. But mm. you'll probably see, I don't know if it'll be, I know Hate Five Six was there. I hope he cuts away <laughs> at this moment. <laughs> I swung back and fucking rocked somebody so hard that my my nerve in my arm temporarily disconnected from my brain. So my brain was sending a signal to my eyes that I had a third arm. So I could feel, you'll see me, There's a, I saw a little clip yes, of me like yeah. walking off stage like concerned. Because in my eyes, I was seeing an extra arm bent upward. And then I, but my eyes were also processing that my normal, it was here. It was it good was to go. Straight. So yeah. now I'm thinking like, oh, is my arm broken? And I'm like in, I'm like trauma. Little, I'm like in little, shock and can't see shocked. it yet. Yeah. Yeah. And a minute later it was normal, but like I've never felt panic like that in my whole life. I saw you immediately after the set. I like went around and I was like, that was cool. And you were like, I got to go outside. Yeah, it was crazy. And you went outside and you you were chilling by the Popeyes and oh, you yeah. were like down. Dude, I was scared. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I never felt anything like that. I was I like my body was convinced it either had no or three arms. Zero or three <laughs> arms. It didn't know the difference. Uh so that was crazy. So that might have been that was my body trying to be like, I think you're done, buddy. Listen, we we did the pants two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, now. the pants were were the signal, and now you stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, what what a what an incredible set. Wish we got to go to New York the next day. We regretted that for sure. That was a bummer. Um, in hindsight, probably would have shoulda, but especially for the case of the movie, you know. Yeah, that would have been really the movie's cool. gonna be good, and the food. I've heard they have food in New York. They I don't do. Know. They got bagels there. They got stuff. That um, I, ret- I retweeted something today that got me real good because it's basically how I feel. Um, mm-hmm. It is. Life can be pretty cool because you can get a bagel, but there's also the horrors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So true. So true. Um, and then. Uh, See, we went back to the hotel. You had a, li- you literally left for the airport at three. Walking out of the show, I got the your flight boards in six hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, fuck, this is gonna suck. So you, everybody flew out. Well, Andy didn't, but you and Sean flew out of uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Early Baltimore. as fuck. Yeah, we got there at three forty-five, bit brother. So cool. And my flight was out of DC uh-huh. at like three. You just had like a, I had a beautiful. What an just, that was you waking up. And uh, yeah, I got Starbies, hung out at the airport. The DC airport's actually kind of nice. Mm. Had a meal. It's great. You know what? You were right about the shock, about O'Hare. It sucks. There, it's not. It doesn't suck because there's a McDonald's in every terminal. That's true. But it's just an airport. It's just an airport. There's no amenities. It was voted best airport? Uh, dude, like, for, like, the 30th time. That makes no sense. It's because it's really efficient, and mm. so much traffic goes through it, and it's a major international hub. 
So it's it's going to say same. it has to be based on just how easy it is, yeah. to f- the ease of use. Of you her. can get to and from downtown on the blue line for five dollars, you know, which runs twenty four seven. It's got all the food and stuff. The international terminal now it was like all redone, Terminal Five, and that's really nice. So that's the same for LAX. That I think there's a McDonald's in there. Mm. It's fucking horseshit. Yeah. Somebody has to pay. McDonald's, fucking LAX has Rolex clocks. Yeah. And no McDonald's. But no McDonald's. Yeah. It's my ass. Yeah. O- O'Hare is cool. The f- there's some decent food or whatever, but it's uh, like you said, it's just an airport. You go to like these, these nicer. Dude, the the um, I had a layover in the Charlotte airport coming home from FYA. There's like a row of rocking chairs and like a f- it's like a fake neighborhood. It's like. Really, I got a massage. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, you did, Manuel. He was amazing. Raymond, uh. <laughs> George. <laughs> uh, but overall, great weekend. Justice is feeling good. It was yeah, that not makes me... a stroke or anything like that. Yeah, I want to reiterate that. Mm-hmm. He posted that picture to be like, "I'm doing good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine." But I wasn't for a second. But I'm good. Uh, sang the set, killed it, was perfect. Um, the rest, and it's like, I want to re- reiterate, I say that the, sh- the show didn't need other bands, but it was great that they were there because from like pit reaction point of view, mm-hmm. a lot of people were there for Trapping and Rice, you know? Yeah, of course. But they got to see a lot of new bands. So that's pretty cool. And bands that should be seen too. 100%. It was very cool. across the board. Yeah. Let's uh let's end this with a little QA. Sounds great. Out. We got some good stuff here. We got some first right, one from Bruce LePage Five. Uh, our our friend Bruce. <laughs> Do you remember say? when we were friends? He asks. Which is really funny, Bruce, because I remember you not sticking around to say hello to us at FYA. Yeah, I texted him to apologize for not saying hello. And uh, that was like two weeks ago. So, so Bruce, do you were friends when we were friends? Wonky Fong asks <laughs> if you could be any height, which height would you be and why? Now, this is a great question. What would you? Pick? How tall are you, Colin? Six one. But like, like a, a like a hard six one. Hard six one. I would like to be your height. That's I really think sweet. you. I think oh, I'm five ten. So it's only three inches, but it's like just enough. I think you are tall without being too tall. Dan Nine, I love Dan. I love him yeah, yeah. so much, but he is so fucking tall that I feel like airplanes have to suck. I was going to say. Some, some cars suck. I think over 6'3", mm-hmm. your life is more difficult. Absolutely. I'm sure having a huge cock and balls helps, <laughs> but but... Over 6'3", I would pick 6'3". Maybe 6'2 and like 10 twelfths, you know? If if we're being 100% honest, I would cut off both pinkies. I would sacrifice both pinkies do for it, an man. inch and inch Don't each. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just to be 6'4". Where the grip strength is. I don't think pinkies. so. It, I promise it is. I went through this. I got these little guys. The pinky is everything. Don't lose the pinky. Lose the ring, if anything. You don't need that. 
Six foot. Uh, Scott asked, Bo, why are you deflecting on statements made about the few and the proud being the best straight edge bands of the 2000s? Because that's insane. Because that's a crazy thing to say. I would never deflect, though. I love few and the proud. I'm actually very... You know what's cool is there's a... Um, the end of the song, Absolute Truth, is mm-hmm. I will always be straight edge. Right? That's love the, that. The, love that the sentiment. End of the lyric. Who's and the, everyone everybody? in the band is still straight edge. Everyone. Few and the Proud and Earth Crisis, the last two <laughs> still standing. Uh, Trey Garris, the youngest Garris, oh, asked, are you excited for friend. LDB? Is Bo ready to play his first Weapon X set? Yes. So, oh, we could talk about that, too. So You're in the band. In, I'm in Weapon X. Um, haven't played with the band yet. Um, Inclination had record release shows in Louisville and in Chicago a week ago. Mm-hmm. I, after FYA, had COVID, as did Colin. Colin beat it in fucking 28 hours. Have we not talked about that on here? No, I don't think oh, so. I, had, I was COVID positive for 24 hours. Speed run, brother. Speed run. I, I was positive for 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> I was positive oh, for 240 hours. Did you have fun? Yeah. Yo, I had of one of the greatest 24-hour periods of the past 12 months by far. We talked about this the other day, how, like, so beginning of the lockdowns and stuff when it was just like well i guess i'm just staying home i guess i'm playing the witcher 3 this week yeah <laughs> like i didn't dope. do one other thing yeah kind of dope um yeah there was some like fear and anxiety and stuff but of course but but the but obligations the yeah was <laughs> and the indulging in foods um so i didn't play the 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 shows with weapon x i was there and i actually had to leave right when like by the time inclination started i had an ear infection as a result of covid <laughs> by the time inclination started my head was like rumbling so bad i was feeling sharp pains in my ears got antibiotics so happy to say that i feel a thousand percent better wow now. so yes uh excited for ldb i'm excited we're probably going to talk to some heavy hitters yeah. As far as the show goes at LDB, and that's going to be really fun. Okay, I'm disgusting for scratching my nose, and you're fucking... Ugh. I didn't know you it dis- was there. You disgust I was double-checking. Sorry. But yeah, I'm excited, too. <laughs> Bo, in the Harm's Way 2012, this is hardcore video, as soon as the scrambled intro starts, you hit a pedal that repeats a split second of noise over and over again for the whole intro. Is this yep. a delay pedal or something wilder? It is the Boss DD5 Digital Delay 5 on the hold setting. I prefer five or uh, the 5 or 7 as opposed to the 3. Blacklisted used the 3 because you can just... And it just... Whatever you do. And then it goes for like... You can record up to 5 seconds of a riff wow. if you wanted to. But we do that all the time for noise and stuff in between songs. Funny story about that set. We had gotten back from Australia about two days prior. Mm-hmm. And then decided to practice at night overnight to Philadelphia and play this set. By the time we got to Philadelphia, James and Jay developed bronchitis. Oh. If you watch that set, I'm like smiling and waving and doing shit because we're so sleep deprived from the adjustment of coming back from Australia, kind of getting back and then overnighting. It just like fucked So this everyone. is the Coke one? This so immediately after the set. We had a great set. It was Harm's Way's first time playing This Is Hardcore. That was our first Two, year as well. 2000. I know. This was when I became a Twitching Tongues fan. Okay. 
So this is a good story. So we, after our set, we go out back and, and there are food trucks and stuff. And, and James is, has bronchitis without not, not being diagnosed yet, but like has it. And I'm walk. I'm like, James, you want some food? I'm going to go to a food truck. He was like, yeah, sounds good. And I'm like walking away. And I think it was just James and Justin Loudon. And James's voice is like kind of shot. And he just starts going, Coke, Coke, Bo, Coke. In full and like harm's way voice. Yeah, yeah. But, but like I, I couldn't hear him. <laughs> I was just walking away. I was gone. <laughs> I, I don't know if I got I think I probably got him. You coke probably were I, like, he'll want a Coke. I, he'll want a Coke. That's awesome. And then uh, the next day, Twitchy Tongues played it like two, three. Yeah, right after played a, a little band called Code Orange Kids. Oh, I remember them. Yeah. And um you guys had a great set. Yeah, that was a that was a that was like a turning point set, I think. Yeah. It was and, our, it and was that was when I was out, you know, it was our That was when I was like, "Oh, this band like I get it." Yeah. Now that I've seen it, I get it. Yeah. Like the heavy parts are heavy, the single on parts are catchy. Right. And then I I became a fan, super fan. You really got to see it live to get yeah. it. Uh Tales from the Crypto says you're you you're are debuting at AEW. What is your what is your non Colin Young scored entrance theme? Time that's, that's fine. Is it? <laughs> it's perfect. It's a perfect okay. intro. Nice. I love that song. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm with you. Mine would be "Os Opus Me Vazdoth" by Celtic Frost. <laughs> uh, non fungible Tommy's. <laughs> <laughs> Two crypto <laughs> NFTs right back to back. Yep. Naive mistakes you made on your first tour that you wouldn't make today. Oh, great question. Um, bringing a ton of clothes and playing in a different outfit every night. Yeah. So you just have a huge better. bag of stinking sweaty clothes. Yeah. Huge regret. Um, the first time we went to Europe, I was like. Okay, we're, you, there's the premise of junk bunks on a bus, right? Where it's yeah, like yeah. one bunk is just like you throw bags in there. No one sleeps in it. It's a junk bunk. So we we thought like, well, let's do a junk bag, like an army bag, like a merch bag. Throw uh, sleeping bags in it, like shit okay. that, that you don't want to fly with, but you're going to check anyway. Sure. Kind of like what you do with the spare. Yeah, no, yeah, of course. You know. Um. Could, didn't didn't work out, and I was like, okay, well, we're I'll go and... I'll find we were playing England the first tour and I was like, oh, we'll find I'll walk around. I'll find a, a sleeping bag. That'll be easy. I'll find five sleeping bags. Yeah. yeah. No, no, you're in fucking Europe. They don't have going to find anything ever. You ever. can find a blanket. That's a little too small for you. Yeah. A square blanket, <laughs> a square blanket. That's just a, like, it's like four by four for some reason. <laughs> what about right. you? You ever really fuck up? Uh, you said I definitely brought like 30 shirts. Uh, yeah, can you do you remember that? Thirty shirts, probably eight <sighs> pairs of underwear. You know, that was backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> to um, what else? Uh, one of the first stores I regret not going to the doctor immediately when feeling a medical thing. You know, really. Yeah, I had like chronic bronchitis that turned that like turned into pneumonia and like totally it was the most sick I've ever been. I've told the story. Shit my oh, pants that was half hour when you shit it. Totally preventable. <laughs> so that would have been cool. Yeah, antibiotics are pretty fucking amazing. They're incredible. Uh, 
Which songs in y'all's discography lyrically mean the most of you? And what's the lore behind them? That's a wow. great question. You know, I d- lyrics are mostly James yeah. um, for Harm's Way. Um, I did write, and it's discography, I wrote um, most of the lyrics to like an Alkaline Trio band that Chris and I did with our friend Dave called Wolf Note. Wolf Note, and, yeah. Wolf Note. And all of that was basically about... Um, the girl, my, my girlfriend at the time and I broke up and I kind of like was spiraling. So it was very cathartic, very, um, <laughs> cathartic. <laughs> very, uh, I live over there in the, uh, cathartic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, there's one song about, it's the first song on the demo about like boarding up a room that the past is in and then like burning the house down. Which was like all metaphorical and, and fun. I thought I thought that Isn't was good. Burnout House. Did I tell my um, life after love story? On, on oh yeah, pod? you thought that you. Uh, I thought I wrote. Do you believe in life after love? And I was like, holy shit! Like, that's, I'm a prophet. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. I'm going to be, be rich. Greek. Yeah. And then I realized that was Cher. That was Cher. She did that. She already did that. Um. I have a lot to choose from. You do. You're a, a lyricist. Uh, I, forgive and remember mm. is about my cat after she passed, mm. whom I had for 19 years. Yeah. So that one is very special. They do be living, those they cats. They fucking... Yeah, she was great. It's it's like it's like uh, both metaphorically about my cat and literally about my cat. You know, there's some mm-hmm. there's some things that could apply to anybody in there, but there's it's mostly about my cat. And at the end of the song, you can hear a sample of her meow, and that's what that is there. Oh, nobody. It's hard you, to you, tell what it is, but now that me. you know, you got me. Do you want to? You ever had a song um, described to you, or you figured out what the what the like meaning was behind it, and it was ruined? Of course. You want to know one of my prime examples? Sure. Boys of Sunner. Summer? Sorry. Uh-huh. Summer. I said Sunner. You did. Boys of Summer. It's about baseball. That sucks. Baseball it's about the sucks. Baseball sucks. It's about the the boys on the baseball team like leaving for the <laughs> season. God, that's so stupid. Isn't that unbelievable? Um, yeah, that's crazy. Is there a Hawaiian hardcore scene? I don't know. Uh, there was which, at one point there was a du- there was a dude who was like in the military. He was stationed there and he was flying bands out. You know what? I actually did almost go like a year ago with Buried Dreams and Zabalba. So there is, there's something. Buried Dreams and Zabalba played there. <laughs> yeah, I would love to go. Uh, Monsieur asked, "You can only choose one: Buried Alive or Etown Concrete." I know you're picking Buried Alive, and I know yeah. I'm picking Etown. Yeah, easily. I bet you Buried Scott Vogel picks Etown. Yeah, but that's because he wouldn't put himself over. That's not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I know Bo's mentioned record shopping before. Do you both collect vinyl? If so, what's your favorite record you own, and what's one you'd love to own? There's a couple of mine. I got a lot of cool like movie soundtracks and shit. That yeah. Elden Ring box set is crazy. Hmm. So that's a good one. I got all the Celtic Frost records. Do you have any typo records? Uh, yeah, I have a, like a Bloody Kisses first press, Still Deep and Hard first press. Ooh. I don't have the box set. 
I don't either. I had, the box? Do you know, there's an, ex- I don't know if they have them in California. I don't know. It's called The Exchange. It's like GameStop or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they, there's one here. When the box that came out, they had one. Like they, the store was allocated one. Right. And it was on the shelf for like two weeks. And I just like didn't buy it. And what was it? 200 bucks or something? I think it was like 250. Yeah. 220 or something. Now. Taylor's <laughs> got one. I look at and it. I just time. didn't buy it. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> my my answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I was looking at it today. Is my whatever the rarest color of "In Love There Is No Law"? Wow, that's sweet. With the handwritten lyric sheets that you sent me as a gift. I did, and that's one of my favorite things that I own. That's really sweet, though. I saw you put you sent me a picture of it when you were playing drums. Yeah, it's right. Right, I set up my little electronic drum kit. Beautiful, right beautiful anecdote. Uh, top five dying fetus song. Wow, it's all you, brother. Awesome. I'm I'm a new I'm a new That's fetus an awesome head. Question. Um, I'm learning. Praise the Lord. First song I ever heard. I will say. Destroy the opposition. Title track is one I've ripped off about fifteen times. <laughs> Epidemic of hate. Uh. Oh, you didn't mention the drummer being at the show. Oh, dude. Yeah, that was awesome. So shout out to Thaddeus, uh, HC man slash metal merch man. Uh, At one point, TUI is like, we want Dying Fetus to come. Can you do something? So I put out an APB with Thaddeus. (laughs) Trey came, the drummer. Uh, He had a great time. Wanted to meet Derek, the drummer. So Uh, sick. And Derek loves him and, and loves Dying Fetus. It was... It was cool because, and it was symbolically, it was like, you know, me, Sam, and Will from Neg on stage. And it's like, Dying Fetus is like the thing that bonds us as as fans of music. So, uh, so that was really cool. Um, love that. It would be on, they, the, the other two would be on Reign Supreme, but which, mm-hmm. what do I choose? Two hours later. Oh, dude, from womb to waist. Probably number four. Uh, who cares if I'm pregnant on drugs? Fuck the baby. Let it die. Hard as shit. Uh, and then probably in the trenches, the fucking... It's a good top five. Great top five, even. Uh, what Taco Bell menu item best represents you? That is a question that really cuts to the core of this show. I would say for me, it's the nacho fries Bill Grande. Just a mess. <laughs> <laughs> for me, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a cheesy gordita crunch. Wow. You got a lot of layers? I got a lot of layers, but you take a bite and you're satisfied. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, Christian Giordano. Christian Lou Malnati, more like it, right? Uh, asks, what are some non-hard music parts that make you want to mosh? For example, the intro to When the Levy Breaks is spin kick worthy. I'll tell you. I'll tell you my answer. Go ahead. A little band called Live. Mm-hmm. The song is called All Over You, I think. Okay. All over you, all yeah. over me. me. Mm-hmm. Bring me down. The end of the song is a, there's a hard ass riff. Bound, dun, 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 dun. 
Really? Also, uh, this is technically non-hard, but I've I've whooped ass to Coheed before. Really? No world for tomorrow. Whooped you ass. know what I was thinking today when I was listening to the Regulate LP? What's that? Like hair? Like some of the, some of his vocal patterns and delivery is kind of Coheed. That's what I'm saying. And I, yeah. and I and like Harry doesn't hear that when I'll be like, I love the Coheed stuff, and he's like, I don't get the Coheed. Yeah, and I'm like, just the the emphasis on a lot of the words. Yeah, yeah, just kind of the del- yeah. I, I love it. that stuff. I'm, I'm um, for me, dude. What's the story, Morning Glory? With the fucking toms, dude. That is a fucking amazing part. It's an amazing part. Also, I I was thinking about this the other day, Pearl Jam. They got some parts. Absolutely. Because I think I would I would gravitate towards Alice in Chains for this answer, but like they those are dun, heavy parts. Dun, dun. You know what I mean? Like Alice in Chains is like they are heavy. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, they are hard. That's like you can't so call it not hard. You can't go hard. you can't go that far. But Pearl Jam's got some <laughs> They got some parts. Man. No, you're right. You're I'm with you. Uh what is the master killer of fast food onion rings? I'm not an onion ring guy. Oh, okay. I love onion rings. Um, hi, what's, buddy. What's the master? What's the master killer? I, I I know this is niche. Portillo's has amazing onion rings. I don't like like Burger King onion rings are fucking trash. Very bad. That's like the most common one though, right? It's got it's, it's got to be, but they're like they're not they're bad. Yeah. You know. Um. So I'll probably just because the the Portillo's ones are like thick, mm. love those, and I love like uh, dude. You know what? It's kind of accelerated cuisine, not quite fast food, but like a Chili's of fucking Fridays. Like their onion rings are like I don't know how they batter them or whatever, but outstanding. Mm. I know. Sorry, Metallica. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not really into that. Uh, last meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Breakfast. Steak and eggs. It's kind of the it's the hardest one. Steak and eggs. Easy. I'm I'm gonna go uh a Waffle House, an all star special. Yeah. Lunch? Yeah. A sandwich. Something light. <laughs> What'd you say? McDonald's. It's more of a lunch to me. It's more of a lunch, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would do a sandwich like a Chiba Hut or uh Maybe a good deli, like yeah. if you if we can, you know, I don't have like an immediate answer, but something something lighter, a little oil yeah. and vinegar. Dinner, Maybe I would f- have a combo of like a, a New York slice, mm. some, some wing, <laughs> some wings from Barbell Tavern, uh, a big bowl of sea salt cream and cookies, ice cream from McConnell's. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, and, a, and an ice cold bull sugar Dr. Pepper. You gotta, yeah, you gotta go heavy on or your last way meal. Out. Yeah, know? who gives a shit? Fuck can I do my mom's? Can I do like mom cooking or should yeah, I pick like Of course, like a, of course you can. My mom, she, I, I've, I think I've said this before, she makes this fucking baked lasagna with eggplant. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. She, she has made me an entire tray. Oh, wow. And I have eaten. Yeah, that, I'm sure that's good. <laughs> you know, I bet. It's outstanding. I believe. And I don't even like eggplant. It's the way wow. she makes it. It's Just great. You like her eggplant. Yeah. Nice. And then dessert, Sara Lee French-style cheesecake. 
frozen? It's perfect. It, dude, it, well, I mean, you got to let it thaw throughout the day. <laughs> but, but it's a it's, frozen cheesecake. Right? Yeah, it's a frozen, like, You'd take like that non- over the factory? Dude, I, I'm not. It's my favorite. It's what made me like cheesecake. Okay. It's just, like, the consistency is perfect. The flavor is perfect. It's a nostalgic. It's yeah, a Yeah, graham it's cracker crust. Thing. It's, like, my thing. Okay. I got you. Other than that, banana pudding from Magnolia Bakery in Chicago. Is we have Magnolia Bakery here. Is it the same from, like, New York originally, I think? Magnolia, bro. Yeah. What's well, here? Okay. But you ever see the film? In- to the Tom Cruise film? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had their banana pudding? Yeah, I think it's fine. Oh, I think but I'm not a banana guy, you know? Uh, I, I, I understand that it's, like, the fucking the goat of all that It's stuff. unreal because it's um, whipped. It's yeah, exactly. light. Soul Wrecked asked, after all the negative stories you told about touring in Europe, what are some things you appreciate most about touring the EU? Great question. What's your dessert, though? I, I told you. A, a bowl of sea salt cream and cookies. Oh, that's your dessert. Oh, okay. Gotcha. With maybe on a Kyla Young pumpkin pie. Ooh, did she make a good pumpkin pie? It's the goat. No shit. I, I oh. cash app her $11 a year. So that I can get my own. Really? I'm sure the cost exceeds eleven dollars at this point, but she's. I'm going to come out this season. I won't I pay a penny. Try one <laughs> for it. Okay. Inflation be damned. You know, I won't do it. It's family. Uh, what, what do you appreciate yeah, about Europe? I would say the history. Oh yeah. I mean, Being able to, if you're walking by a church, you're like, oh, that still looks like that because it was bombed. Yeah. Badass. Um. I just punched my microphone. Uh, Munster, Germany has a cathedral in it with three cages. In those cages were men. Um, at one point, the remains of men who started and who were part of an Anabaptist rebellion in Munster, mm. who were for one hour chained to a, a wooden stake, had red hot pliers taken to their skin and had their skin ripped off for an hour. The law stated it had to be one hour. No more, no less. If they passed out, they had to wake them up and resume. All three of them, one at a time. So the third guy's losing his mind. He by the saw end. it all. And then their flesh-flayed bodies were put in these cages. Uh-huh. That's still on the church to this day in Munster. <sighs> Hardcore History has a great episode. Well, what's, like like, why did long. they leave them there? Just to be like, as a caution. Like, hey, thing? don't fuck around. Yeah, that's what they did with, like, William Wallace's body, oh. like, remains, too. They sent him to all corners in London Bridge. Um, loved all the history stuff. I was just talking about how Eperfest is outside of Eper, um, like, <laughs> of the major battlefield and one of the first battlefields of, like, Passchendaele and all these these battles during World right. War One where men, the mud was so bad that men drowned in mud. That's awesome. Like, that's how bad it was. It was 10 feet deep yeah. of mud. Which is brutal. Uh, also, I would say, not for nothing, they take care of you so oh, yeah. well. Hospitality is like... The hospitality at level. the venues and promoters is usually, not always, usually uh, it, it puts American hospitality to absolute shame. Like, they there, just and there's have no, They just yeah. line it up for you, you know? Yeah. And there's no arguing that. Like, everyone yeah. will agree, like, man... It's you crazy. play these these like youth centers in Germany where it's like the promoter is getting money from the state because it's like a youth thing. Yeah. So there's a catering budget. There you're gonna sleep there. There's showers. There's laundry if you want to risk it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, it can't no, I'm can't say enough about 100%. that. Hundred percent. You're right. Um, and honestly, a lot of the time, the the people are why like as I, I understand the German compliment is funny, mm-hmm. but like the fact. Knowing, understanding 
that your music resonated with somebody across the world is like coolest. Tell that to your fucking high school guidance guidance counselor. Yeah, you know? straight up. Yeah, that they'll blow, blow their fucking mind that this is yeah. a real thing that we're sitting here talking about it on here. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because and of hardcore music, it, it's fun being there. We just like to pick on these little things. They add up. They they really do. But yeah, you can't. It's you can't like take for granted how cool it is that that's something we were ever able to do. Oh, it's it's the best. It's the coolest. Agreed. Can we get a nationwide pizza ranking episode? I think it's time we do the great fast food debate part two. Excellent. It was early on. There's new have, information. Yeah. 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 Culver's got Coke now. We're ready to talk <laughs> about it again, you know? Yeah. Uh, favorite pop punk bands. Not a one. Yeah. You're not a fan, huh? Oh, I despise it. Not at all. What um, count is saves the day a pop punk band? Definitely. I love. I through think being, through being through cool, being cool is like a a foundational pop punk. Record. Love that record. I think it's awesome. And what's cool about Saves the Day is I remember when Bane was breaking up, reading an article. I don't remember where it was or who wrote it or whatever, but it was talking about how like when Cancel Down and Through Being Cool were when Cancel Down was out, Through Being Cool was being written. They were playing shows with Bane. They were opening their first tours were together. Yeah, it's like there you go. Like. Yeah. You can't hear the beginning, the gin, 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 the beginning of Cancel Down and not hear Start Today by Gorilla Biscuits. Sure. It's, it's there. It's all right. It's all right there. I love Alkaline Trio. I love, but dude, you can even like call me crazy, dag nasty. Can I say? Kind of pop punk. It's punk with, it's melodic punk, I would call it. Exactly. So, so we so wouldn't call pop. it pop punk yet because when you hear pop punk, you, you think of something. It's now. proto pop punk. It's there. But uh, but in general, I feel like I was the way I saw I saw pop punk as like oh those are that's the baseball team you know yeah you those were are the guys I don't like to hate them you yeah they, they they got nothing in common with me they've never heard you don't of like Robert. Fall Out Boy I like some tracks no, I'm down with okay. Fall Out Boy I don't see okay. that as pop punk that's just like rock I love I mean it was definitely pop punk I don't know <laughs> take this to your grave was definitely a pop I don't punk know. <laughs> <laughs> Noodles asks, does Colin grind ranked Overwatch and who is his main? Not so much. Um, I'm more of a quick play man. I'll do some, some ranked. I'll I'll get my placements. I'll say, uh, with my my squad mates, Tony Diaz, Gil mm. Bonji, Jordan Bonji, occasionally Kyle Jackson of uh, Discourse fame. Mm, Kyle, yes. Um, Mark couple other fellas uh my main changes a lot lately it's been sojourn she just got nerfed you know typical loving ramacha right now um i'm a tracer man always through and through i'll fuck your shit i'll terrorize you and your whole squad anyway you're at a magic gas station that has everything. What are you picking? You can you can have a savory and a sweet snack, a beverage and a hot food item. Wow. Wow. Dude, I, I actually Casey and I we we share a love for two things that loves usually has. So it's beautiful. The Buffalo Southwest chicken taquitos mm -hmm. that are rolling. Mm -hmm. Those are wonderful. Delightful. Reese's sticks. Ooh. The sticks. Woo! Huge I like the white fan. chocolate ones. Also love the white chocolate. I'm a big white chocolate fan. That would be probably my sweet snack. 
is oh well, you know Snickers ice cream. That's the sweet thing. Oh, so uh, good, so good, so good. So, savory would probably be the pepperoni pizza combos. Ooh, <laughs> dude, there is nothing on the face of this planet. That's what when I first discovered how much I love combos. That's when I found out I have chronic acid reflux. Oh, they <laughs> fuck you up. Oh my <laughs> god, there's nothing yeah. that that does me oh, worse. Oh, those acid, they'll get you. <gasps> Beverage would be the Wawa Diet Arnold Palmer. Oh, dude, yeah, the half and half. Fuck yeah. And the hot food <sighs> item would be the sheets uh cheese bites. They're like fried cheese curds. Those are great. Those are great. So good. Good answers. Thanks, man. Good answer, good answer. Uh, if your band were to do a split where you cover each other's songs, which tracks would you pick? Oh, that's fun. That's very fun. I would love Harm's Way to cover Finish the Job. <laughs> That'd be sick. It'd be very sick. I mean, I would do Breeding Grounds, obviously. Is that the track? You think, is that the Harm's Way track? I think it's your fucking master opus. You know? Interesting. Yeah. The Some end p- breakdown is just like perfect. Chris Mills, dude. Yeah. And that yeah, entombed. Yeah, and entombed. But yeah. And still, uh, dude, I like your, your version is better to me. There was a rotten sound record. I forget which one, but it, it's it intros with if, if we can't live in peace, then we must die in peace. And that was just like Chris was like, I got an idea. And he just like worked it out. Yes. It's awesome. Uh, somebody asked guilt or guilty pleasure music. We don't have that. No, that doesn't exist. We're not guilty. Listen to whatever you like. like. Paula Abdul. I do. Colin at FYA played me a a 14 or 12 minute version of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, dude. (laughs) Zimmer. Zimmer live in Prague. Pirates medley. And I had the best time. (laughs) The best time. He makes you salivate for the part salivate, dude. Yeah, and then yeah. and then 10 and a half minutes in he kicks it you could kill a man on the spot hearing that dude i'm gonna watch pirates tonight i think it's unbelievable uh will we see a return from twitching tongues anywhere in the near future yes can't comment what's the best best merch yes. rip of all time Yo, the kids like us, Coke Rip, terrorized the streets. Wow. I remember that. That was ISIS on the streets. <laughs> Kept the people. Um, very rare, very special. The Twitching Tongues Nails Rip. That one's good. I have that. I love that. That one was good. First of course, it's Fruit a, Loops. You ever see that one? It's a medium, so I'll never wear it. Yeah, dude, <laughs> the Fruit Loops where it's like half an inch of ink. It's so good. First Ooh. about Fruit Loops is the answer. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, we not for nothing. Harm's Way did a um, street cleaner rip. Oh, that's a good one. It's just Harm's Way, and then breeding. The Harm's Way bolt throw true. rip might be the best one. Ever. That one is, but we legally can't talk yeah. about it. <laughs> uh, best pit you've ever seen for a local band? Oh, dude! Betrayal at the Cobalt when they were fifteen years old. Wow. Yeah, I'll say that. Um, Jim Grimes thirty. 30th or 35th birthday the killer played there was a blizzard outside um there was a ton of like smoke machine and the killer set was so violent 
and just insane. Nice. Yeah. Ringworm played too, and they had like a great set, so it was just like a special. Of course. I would say the uh, the real answer that to that would probably be the uh the the Soul Search video shoot. Mm-hmm. Palpable fear. It was awesome. Favorite guitar tuning, C sharp standard. I love a standard tuning. I love a standard tuning. Guitar stuff is interesting, man. You, I have this extended. I'm gonna get a little geary for a second. Give it to me. It's okay. I have this. This Taylor Ivan got on me for not talking about gear. So good. He's mad at me. I have this um, Ibanez Les Paul. Okay, it's a prestige model, so it's a, a little more expensive. Made Six. in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's an extended, like uh, a full scale Les Paul, which is kind of rare. When when I play, we're in drop B. When I play that with like the open B, like a it's like the shape of a D chord and brown it like resonates with that guitar and feels perfect hmm. guitar stuff is weird wood resonates things resonate a little bit of course and um certain neck sizes and lengths and blah 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 mm-hmm. so it depends on what you're playing but yeah c sharp standard that's a tasty tasty <sighs> do typo man. being in b standard sorcerer's pledge was b standard nice for that reason nice uh Hardlore Live win. Tie win. Maybe sooner than you think. Yeah. Maybe we're routing a tour right now. Maybe. Maybe we're figuring out the logistics of what it would take to do that. Maybe Maybe we're planning to do a 10-day run with some local bands on every show. Who knows? Maybe not. I don't. Maybe not. Maybe we'll see this fall. Uh, album predictions for 2023. Album predictions. I don't know. That's Harm's Way. I bet you guys are putting out an album. Maybe. I don't know why, but I do. You'd be undisclosing my ass every time we're on here. I don't know. I cannot confirm nor deny. Anyway, I can't wait to hear whatever Harm's Way has in store. Uh, <laughs> can't wait for the Dying <laughs> Fetus record. Or are they writing a new record? Yeah, it's, it's coming any day now, I think. Um, I did just see um, someone tweeted something. I was like, this is coming out, this is coming out, this is coming out. It's going to be a crazy year. And I cannot think of a single one. The Judiciary LPs? Yeah, that's coming. in March. March. Jake's going to be on the show soon. We'll talk about that. I don't know. Top three riffs you wish you wrote. Oh. Easy. I can think of you don't even need to. You don't even need to do that because you just steal them. Yeah, I know. Um, I'll give you one. Ba-da-no. Mama told me that one. Yeah. Yeah, when I was young, that one right there. Simple man. Wish I wrote that one. We I, every time I say cemetery gates. Yeah, best riff ever. Um, I mean, yeah, the it's stupid and fundamentally straightforward, but the breakdown to domination is. Unbelievable. Perfect how they do it. It's perfect. It's funny because it's all three. It's all one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Change the time. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah. Badass. Outstanding. The breakdown to Davidian. Forget about it. Amazing. And, uh, dude. 
all of Angel of Death. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> a perfect Slayer song. is the per- is like the perfect band where you can just take a riff and play it backwards and it's yours. You know, unbelievable. Yeah, they got a whole bank ready for you. So that's the hack to write. Do a Slayer backwards. Funniest non-American show. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Harvestway played. Renee, if you're listening, I love you I think so they much. Mean TV show, but I like this oh, too. Oh, not like a show that like we the played. Funniest non-American TV show. I don't know. Oh, I, I missed. Why would a show be Sorry. funny? You know, funny things happen outside yeah, of America. I don't know. We played a show in Guadalajara, Mexico, all on borrowed gear. Chris hit cymbals, and the entire drum kit fell apart. Oh, like the awesome. rack tom fell off, and then a cymbal stand fell over, and James and I like lost. <laughs> It was so fucking funny. First hit, first the guy just like, bam! <laughs> it was awesome. unbelievable. That's unbelievable. sick as fuck. Yeah, I mean that counts. Um, the, sum- the answer do- is Summer Heights High. Oh yeah, you love that I shit. I love Summer Heights High. You love that shit. Love um, what have you been? I bitch? love a little show called Would I Lie to You. It's okay. a British game show. Where D- David David Mitchell is a leader and Lee Mack is a leader, and then they'll have like guests on their team. Basically, a person reads a story, like Colin. You would say, "I one time shitted myself for eighteen hours." Yeah, yeah. True or false? And they oh. just kind of they try True. to figure out if it happened or not. Yeah. There's some highlights on YouTube. Hours of fun. Okay, that's my favorite. Sounds good. Is the plan to hit up all hardcore music festivals this year, hoping to spot Hardlore at the Rumble? Boy, I wish. Um, we, you know, in a perfect world, yes. Right. But like, it's all like that's not financially, yeah, possible. Flights are expensive. Food is expensive. We we would love for that to be the case. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it gives us the the ability to do these like recap episodes too, mm-hmm, which, mm-hmm. you know, people who weren't there can go, oh, I wonder what that was like. I guess I'll listen to these fucking guys talk about it. Hey, if, if you're doing a fest or a show or anything where you want us there, you can just let us know yeah, if you we'll, want to we'll, fucking I, Obviously like we're, we don't want to have to be like, you got to fly us out. Yeah, yeah, we want to just be able to be there because it's not fest benefits more than anybody, you know, mm-hmm. we do oh. too, but like, <laughs> The v- they get the views and stuff, so hopefully yeah, of course. it's understanded. Mm-hmm. Understood. Understood. <laughs> that, that it's uh, you know it's mutually beneficial. They've been amazing so far. Like they've been. We've outs- gotten to do so uh, much shit. Yeah. Like I said, I ain't missed a paint of truth set in, in years because of Notfest. Rumble, I don't think so. Be dope. It would be dope. Be but easy. When is it? Oh, <laughs> that's not up to me to say. Um, yeah. Haymaker, goaded or nah? Re- record or band? Record goaded. <laughs> record absolutely goaded. Band I, is like good band. Record goaded. Love that fucking record. Uh, without a doubt. Top three all-time hardest riffs. Crowbar to carry the load. I think about this all the time. Crowbar to carry the load. Uh, suffocation. Thrones of blood. Uh, the breakdown to time ends. And then into the Amazing All at War Resist OG intro Oh Yeah Those are the big three There is a 
There's the noise of something. On, on what? <laughs> on resist. There's the right? There's like a There's like a xylophone or a fucking little kid's it's probably string noise of someone moving, mm-hmm. but it sounds so fucking crazy. Yeah, that re- the production the on that is like, it's so organically hard. <laughs> Wild. It's amazing. Also, yeah. the other side of Madness opening riff. Yeah, that's a good one. Great riff. It's a great riff. I haven't listened to that in so long. It's been a while. So I set up my electronic drums and I played The Age of Quarrel. <laughs> you know, I love that. It's amazing. Uh, top five favorite canceled bands. This is fun. <laughs> we I mean, talk about this all the time. Yeah, brand new, brand new Morrissey. Morrissey uh, saves the day for me. Although the, I guess they're not. I don't who? know. I don't know the story. What saves the say? day. Oh, if that if they're canceled, then sure, I guess. Yeah, brand new and Morrissey, undisputed one and two, dude. It's like yeah. you. Put, we were we put on. Uh, Devil and God, on driving from from DC to Baltimore, and we just had the best time. <laughs> every we kept being like, can't every believe part. this guy loves little kids or whatever. Dude, a song would start, and you would you would go, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> like every Archer's Bows comes in, you're just like, "What the fuck?" How did the they pretty do this? part in limousine? Oh my god! <laughs> there it is. Amazing. you right about. Perfect record. What else? I I, uh, I misspoke when I said he likes little kids or whatever. I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah. The I full don't. story. I don't have to comment. Great band, canceled. Um, no, you're a huge Burzum fan, so <laughs> totally. Uh, what are the What are some other good canceled bands? I don't know. Who's really canceled? You know. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is not K. He's just sold on <laughs> MSG. I know. It's a joke. Yeah, I don't know. We'll never know. I guess I we'll know. never know. Favorite slur? Probably one of the Italian ones. <laughs> uh, what's the deal with favorite straight motherfuckers slur. and gambling? Uh, everybody likes gambling. Yeah. It's got nothing but also, to do it's with... all we have. Yeah, and food. <laughs> food and gambling are the only rushes we have. And caffeine. Yeah. yeah. So give us a break. All right. I guess that's it. There's probably some is that Is that it? Do a quick refresh. We can we can round out. All right, I'll do the filter so it's like. Yeah. Any chance you guys will do like a nerd episode, gaming, anime, etc.? Probably not I'd a love full to. episode. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could talk about video games for hours. All day, all day, dude. Nobody wants yeah. that. Um, that's not. See, that's not true. Most a full people episode don't. of me being like, well. No. Actually. Okay, I, I guess, I guess, but yeah. I don't know. I, I, when I enjoy a show, I yeah. like to know what they like. No, I'm with you. Do you know what I mean? But like, I feel like even in the hotel room, me breaking down why Bloodborne is good to you was probably really boring. It was just one a.m. <laughs> that, uh, that's all. <laughs> I was like, yeah, and there's actually aliens involved too, and you're like, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, like a pathogen. Cool, cool, man. Yeah. Sick. Anyway, and I was like, yeah, so, you know, Demon Souls is easiest one. So you should start mm-hmm. with that. You should start with that. I know. Today. <laughs>
Okay. You'd be too busy watching Pirates and re- reheating this Jets I got. Oh, fridge, fuck you. That's the end. Thanks so much for watching. <laughs> Bo's eating Jets. He's a cocksucker. Uh, TUI is back, even though they never left. Hard had a great time. Back. Had a great had time. A gr- had a great time. I really like uh, going to stuff. I really like the man on the street stuff. Oh, that was fun, huh? Yeah. That little mini that came out today was great. You that seems like the future. Very well. Thanks, man. Yeah, I think so, too. That seems like kind of what the, what the future of the show should should be. Should be, yeah. Us amongst the people, you know? Us amongst our people. Because we are one of the people. That's right. Thank you so much for watching. This has been yet another Hard Lore Stories from Tour. We'll see you next week with a very uh, special guest. A very special guest. Because if they can't do it. Very special guest, Malachi Black. Bye. <laughs>